Hey, Peter. Hey, it's noisy in this uh, pothole, isn't it? It is noisy, but we are going to cut out the noise. Listen, right now, noise, 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 bam. I still hear stuff. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Music advice, life advice, and what was the third thing? Practice uh, advice. Practice advice, yes. yeah. You know, Wait, hold on. Say, say it again. We got we to gotta drill this home. Music advice. Practice advice. Music practice and life advice. Music practice and life advice. Yeah. Did we just come up with a new catchphrase? I mean, kind of. You a know, little we did, tag? We did it the other day, and it's, it's more for you know how these things go. We, 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 we give them a floor run, see how they play. That's awesome. Well, hey, uh, how about for our, our You'll Hear listeners here, in, uh, go ahead and leave us a review and give us your idea for our new tagline. We really don't have a tagline. It was daily jazz advice for many, many years. Right. And we've, we're trying to find something else for a while. That then didn't work. Then daily music advice. Yeah, then we went back we a grandiose. little bit. Yeah, it's, it's been... So give us your idea in, in a rating review of what we should tag our title with. You'll okay. hear it. Peter likes... What is it? Daily life? Wait. Uh, music pra- advice. Music practice and life advice. Okay. Surely you can know. come up with something better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you liked it the other day when it happened. Well, today's episode is sponsored by AnyTune per use. Uh, well, they any- have a great, you know what their uh, catchphrase is? It's there. really good. What is it? It is uh, music practice perfected. Music practice perfected. Yeah. It's, it's lovely. It's a lovely little sentiment. <laughs> and it's true, too, which is what's so cool. Go to AnyTune.us slash you'll hear it to check out one of the most useful tools that you can use when you're trying to transcribe music. And we talk about transcribing a lot here because the name of our podcast is you'll hear it. And we believe in hearing it, and any tune really helps you hear it. You can set markers. You can change the speed without changing the pitch. You can change the pitch if that's your thing. Uh, You can set loops. You can isolate instruments, all with a beautiful interface. And I'm talking about a gorgeous interface here. Gorgeous. It's it's gorgeous here in St. Louis. It's so much fun to use. Go to anytune.us slash you'll hear it uh, available on desktop app on uh, Ma- on uh, iOS soon to be coming to Android get in there on the Android beta check it out anytune.us slash you'll hear it yeah and I was just checking they they are there the um, beta program is still going and you can access that from anytune.us slash uh, you'll hear it there's a link right on there so you can just kind of go you can check it out anywhere they've got this cool little fun video that I did on there, Peter Martin shout out. I don't know if you hey. knew about that. So there's some, there's some nice things. And I love this, mm. um, yeah, the actual transcribe mode. We're always talking about, you know, repeating the different sections that they're actually calling that now the transcribe mode because that's what people are using it for. That's perfect. That's what it's so uh, valuable, valuable along with the markers, the timed annotations. The list goes on. It's Music super cool. practice perfected. Awesome. Yep. So today uh, we c- we're talking about something that if you were – if you wanted to use AnyTune for cutting out the noise, you could use AnyTune as a bit of a noise filter, but we're not really talking about the noise on a track. We're talking no. more about uh, the noise in your life. Right. And, um, you know, I think that this, there, there, this is an interesting concept because we're going to talk about it mostly as it applies to practice yeah. today. But um, I think like any kind of, you know, well, we, we hate to say life hack, but we often fall down Hacky into to say. <laughs> But this is really more of a, a framework. Yeah. You know, more of a mindset because it can be applied. I always think of like a framework as being something that can be applied to several different situations, several different genres, several different 
aspects of things that you want to develop. Well, we, we decided to do this episode. We were just talking about, you know, our business here, Open Studio, uh, another sponsor of the podcast That's here, right. but where we make our, our jazz lessons, our jazz courses, and we do lives and practice sessions and all that stuff. And, and we were just talking about, you know, it, it's always a struggle when you're, when you're trying to run something like a business to, to cut out the noise and to do what, what really matters, right? right? And to make sure that you're spending your time and your energy in a way that's the most effective. And there's really no difference between that and uh, in running a business and trying to become a better musician or yep. a better French speaker or a better ballerina. It doesn't matter. It's right. like trying to make sure that you are practicing and using your time wisely and effectively is some of the most important work you can do. And so th that's what I think we're going to get at today is yeah, yeah. strategies And, and the reason we like to look at um, different examples, different situations as opposed to only talking about, say, practicing your instrument, is because a lot of times, especially if like music is your main focus, and I think, you know, for many of, of you listening, if not everybody, at times at least, it becomes your main focus, and it should be your main focus as you're practicing, obviously. So we can get so inside of that, though, that we lose track of how we want to approach it hmm. and so sometimes it's easier to look at other things that maybe aren't as big of a focus for us and and place the framework in that example and be like oh okay well how can we take this back to our our, our instrument practice and apply it so that can be useful that's why we'll jump around to maybe athletics or cooking or diet or business or whatever yeah not so much that oh these are different they are different things but the same kind of mindset and framework that we use there for many people can be more you know, you might see in your life that you're able to put these techniques for cutting through the noise and getting rid of distractions and stuff better than maybe your your music practice for some reason. So that should embolden you to apply these things and to say like, oh, you know what? I'm actually pretty good. You know, because some people are like, I'm just a distracted person. Right. And I just, I, I can't concentrate when I practice. But then when they examine their life, they may see another part, you know, and especially for an amateur or semi-pro or whatever you want to call somebody who doesn't have the confidence of being a pro player. I always say that being a musician is something that we all share. It doesn't matter what level you're doing it at. Um, it's really a mindset of, of being like, I am a musician. But a lot of times people that say, I'm so distracted or I don't have a good time or these different things, they look into other aspects. Keep Keep oh yeah, no problem. They look into uh, uh, other aspects of their life and they actually exhibit extreme concentration and they can apply that to their musical practice a lot easier than um, they realize. And so I would just put out there as kind of number one um, in this day and age to being able to cut through the noise and to be a more effective practicer is to turn off all notifications. And this oh, is from one. the actual, like you say you're using the AnyTune app, go into airplane mode, turn off all your notifications. But I want to take it beyond that to just everything else. What else could possibly notify you? Somebody coming in the room, yeah, that's right. um, telephone ringing. I mean, just anything that is going to distract you from what it is you're trying to accomplish. You know, and so we, we don't want to be so rigid that it's like, okay, this is what I'm doing today and not be able to have that creative mindset where you kind of go off the path and wonderful things happen. But you want to minimize or eliminate anything that's going to notify you 
and it's going to distract you. And the hardest thing of that is like, we want to be able to be notified by wonderful things. That's right. You know, but this is not the time. Like if you want to cut through the noise and get right to what you need to work on, you have to eliminate everything else. So you don't have any cho- other choice, but to deal with that painful thing that you got to practice. Right. And that, this is actually, so this is going to bring me around to why I, I left and briefly came back and and screamed from across the room. Can I describe what you did? Because we're not on video today. This yeah, go is ahead. an audio yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. Adam went to the other side of, of the pod hall yep. and grabbed his Bujo. My Bujo. Not to be confused with his Pujo. Right. So, so the, or Cujo, a deadly dog. <laughs> or or Gujo. I, I don't know what that is. But no, so I went to go get my Bujo. I have several of these, by the way. I have like. Tell the folks in case they're, they're new listeners. What it's that a bullet is. journal. And so I think this is. For me, this is one of the most important tools for everything we're going to be talking about today, right? Whether that's, whether that's what it is we need to turn off as far as notifications or where we need to be putting our priorities. Having a journal um, as sort of like my, as the storage space for my mind, yeah, right? A dumping zone. A dumping zone. An intellectual dumping but zone. I think one of the biggest things for everything we'll talk about today is awareness. And really this journal that I keep with me, this is my sort of walking awareness, right? I put my awareness of everything in here and then I don't have to like remember it, right? right. So if we talk about like- Second brain. That's right. It is. It's like it's like the extra storage space where I don't have to put things into. I would also let memory. people know a little a little behind the scenes secret on Adam Manis. It is not only his second brain and his dumping ground. It's his security blanket. It is. He coddles. He cuddles it, it a little bit. He's, I buy very know. expensive ones because I love right. them so much. But I will say this. So like we were talking about notifications, right? So the first step to to turning off notifications is really noticing what it is is distracting you. Yeah. Is it text messages? those should go. Is it, is it your phone in general? Can you figure out a way to just turn your phone off and use some other device to help you practice? Is it, uh, the people in the next room? This is a very challenging time for personal space. I don't Mm -hmm. know about you, but I don't live in a huge house and I have three other people, two of which are, are pretty much chaos machines because <laughs> uh, they're young children. Oh, don't talk about Heather. Oh, no, uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no but it's, it, it's true though. Like, you yeah. know, finding uh, an hour where it's just me in silence to practice my piano can be challenging. That's right. Um, and so how can we organize ourselves? And, and so I think even just starting out with your journal, making a list of, of challenges for your attention. Oh, I thought you could you, say making a list of people that are irritating you in your journal. That's a whole other, that's my, <laughs> that's my revenge journal. No, this your is my rejo. This is my rejo. This is my bucho. Yeah, my revenge journal is just a long list of people that I have spited me. But this uh, can be very effective and we'll, we'll talk more about, about how you can use the journal to a really great effect. But keeping a list of, of, or just, or just observing, right? Just sometimes taking the, taking the energy to like list things out, written out, uh, can really uncover some things you might not have even thought about as far as distractions. Right. Yeah, no, that's great. And then, you know, kind of next level or, or, or really, you know, segueing directly with this is no matter what notifications you turn off and tell the kids to be quiet and get your own room and go to a padded windowless area. I mean, you can only you can only go so far there's still mm-hmm. there's always going to be things that come at you and so very important with this and something to write down and to journal on and to just to meditate on is that distractions are coming noise is coming no yeah, matter yeah. what you cannot eliminate especially during this time don't be surprised and upset yeah it's exactly. gonna happen exactly you have to have a calm demeanor and the great thing about this is like as you develop this 
um, and you develop as a jazz musician, as an improvising artist, um, these, these two things go hand in hand. For sure. Actually, because like, this is like, you have to be able to play during chaos to be a great jazz player. Totally. And like, you cannot panic, you know? I mean, think about like, the greatest players that you know and everything that's going on and things go wrong, they are not like nervous Nelly type of people. Big shout out to all the Nellies out there. Um, and big shout out to Nelly, my cousin, my, you know, yeah, yeah. that Nelly. But the idea is that it's we're not, hot in here. it is getting hot in her. So uh, the idea is that you cannot, you, like you don't want to be like, I'm a, I've eliminated all distractions and then the slightest thing comes and you're like, oh my God. Although, oh my gosh, yeah. our friend Keith Jarrett, friend of the podcast, Definitely along those well, lines, unless you're as good as Keith. No Jim. one can afford to be Keith. <laughs> let's be honest here, right? No, th I think it's a great point. And, and not even that, but like, don't be surprised by emotional distractions, yeah. which happen on the bandstand all the time. I, I remember like, I went through a, a period of practicing while I was pretending I was being vibed because that used to really affect me. Yeah. yeah like yeah, if yeah, I was, if I thought I was being vibed, I would like not play well. I would get a, me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man, me? So like I would practice performing as if the drummer was vibing me and, yeah. I, and I'd have to overcome it, you know, but yeah. that kind of stuff is really important to do. Yeah. So don't, don't freak out about distractions, but just know them. I think a lot of what we're going to talk about is observing and, and acknowledging these, these, the noise and, and ways we can get around it. Yeah. And, and look, this is also like, we're, we're thinking about things we can apply from playing, from performing, but we're talking primarily about practicing. So what this is really, you know, and as, as we talk about and preach all the time, practice is not the same as performing. You might have a little bit of a little 10% or 5% of your time spent playing, but most of the stuff that we're doing and need to accomplish when we're practicing is not the same as yeah. playing. Yeah. And so it, along the lines of what I was talking about at the beginning, finding different things in our lives that we can apply and help to clarify this process of learning. For me, a big thing was as I go further down the running journey and learning more, you know, I have a running coach now because I'm trying oh. to, you, I'm trying to improve, you know, and it's just like anything. You got to get somebody that knows more than you. You can't, I mean, I can just go out and run like I've been doing for years, but if you want to try to get better at it and, and learn things, um, you know, you, you seek out those that know more than you. So, and the beautiful thing about this, and I love learning other things because you can bring them back and apply them and help clarify in, in music. You know, professional athletes and professional runners, I didn't even say professional, just elite, like high level runners, um, they spend only about 10 to 20% of their time on average. Now, there's always some outliers and stuff running at their, um, anywhere close to their top speed at wow. any distance. Wow. You know, most of their time is putting in miles at a much slower speed, um, partly because they don't want to get injured, but mainly just because they don't need to do that. And, uh, and then it gets into very advanced things. But the idea is I was realized, I was like, that's the same thing with music. If you want to learn how to, you know, play, and it's not even about speed, play fast, but to be able to like do a lot of different things. The things that you actually practice on are like broken down in a way that are much more simple. That's right. And that you can like really concentrate on, but that build up those muscles for you to be able to do that. You got to wait until you get in the performance situation to be able to do all that. And it, you'll be ready for it, you know? That's right. Um, and so like we're taking these things. So it's the same thing like when you're, when, when we're practicing, we're getting rid of all the distractions. We're getting rid of as many as we can so that we can concentrate at the highest level, but there's still going to be some. So you got to have that mindset for sure to be able to work through that and you will so let's talk about decluttering what what it is we practice right because i know for me a challenge to to overcome during my practice career my whole adult life has been like going back to playing things purely for pleasure purely that make me feel good about myself 
you know, you're going to hit that old F blues and that tempo yeah. that feels awesome, right? Yeah. Uh, that is wasted practice uh, for me if I do that too much. Right. right. That is wasted time. That's wasted energy. And uh, I think what what I'm trying to allude to here is that we, we only talked about this a little bit last week. It's like, what kind of player do you tell yourself you are? Like, what's your story about the kind of musician you want to be? And are you practicing into those values, right? So right. I think, again, going back to our Bujo here and our, our Mujo, our, yeah. our music journal. I like the Rejo, the revenge journal. Our Pujo, <laughs> our practice journal, our Rejo. <laughs> You know, making a list of priorities, right? So that we cut out the things like, what are, are my priorities to really, really sound great on enough blues yeah. at 220 beats per minute? Right. Because if that's the case, I'm a master, right? <laughs> like, or is it to do other things? And right. what are those things right now? What are they this year, this month, this week? Right. right. Like really getting granular on what our priorities are and then asking ourselves, is that what I'm practicing? Is that what I'm working on? It's so great. I you mean, know? there's there's nothing, I mean, there's nothing like, like basically you can't get rid of the noise if you don't know what the signal is that you're trying to concentrate on. That's right. So like it's going to be all for naught as, as they said in, in years of yore. Um, Who right? said that? I don't know. The olden times, olden times. Um, you know, if we don't have, if, if, we, if we get rid of the distractions, get the perfect practice situation but don't have our priorities straight we're yeah. going to be distracted by trying to figure out what the hell we're supposed to be doing that's right and whether or not what we're doing is in fact as good as the next shiny new object that we mentioned or somebody else does or whatever if you're focused in on, and you know what you need to do you can hear out other things and be like wow that's really cool but you know what i'm focusing on these things i'll put that i'll put that in my brain dump journal or whatever that's right. once i can do that there's only so many things that you can do at any one time so true and we talk about for me it's always like a practice session, four to five segments is kind of the thing. Oftentimes three. Yeah. Even, you know, if sure. you talk about some technical stuff, you know, I've been working on some sight reading things that might Ooh. cycle in and out. Yeah. Learning a solo, practicing, performing. I mean, you're getting to the limit of what you can effectively do. I mean, you can list 12 different things you want to do, but you know, how deeply are you really going to be able to, you know, how deep is your love? How deep is your practice? So true. So one more thing to kind of put a button on this, right, for, for even more clarification. And this is really a new thing. This is something for me that I didn't learn until being a part of Open Studio and what, the way we would do things. Um, and I've since read a lot about how helpful this could be. And this is the art of reflection. This is after you're done practicing, going back again to your practice journal, to your Pujo, not your, your Rejo, uh, and reflecting on things that went well, things that were, did not go well, that you didn't understand or were challenging or you just couldn't pull off or really struggled with, and then how you would do things differently next time. Yeah. And this is something we do when we do projects around here. Yeah. You know, we want to do a little, a little, what do we call it, post-mortem on things, post like what yeah. happened with this, uh, you know, what happened when we did this, um, you know, this uh, program here for Open Studio? Well, this worked really well. This thing that we thought would work well didn't work at all. Right. You know, this we didn't understand. And then we had a customer call about this. We didn't even think about that. Right. This happens in our practice session. That's right. Right. Where we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look at this. When I do this, this happens. Right. Don't let that slide by. No. Go to your journal. Really focus on that. And with that, we're cutting out the noise of... The next time you get to the piano, like, wait, like something cool happened. What was that? Or like, I remember I kept messing this part up. What was that? Right. That's all going to be there for you in that, again, in that brain dump. And just the act of writing it down is going to help you remember those things, you know, more solidly. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that that really speaks to um, 
you know, I mean, in theory, you can reflect on something that you've done in your practice at any time, but it's the most efficient. It might not be when you want to do it kind of right after, but that's when it's going to be the most efficient because you're, it's fresh in your mind and the things that you think you're going to remember, you probably won't remember later. Right. right. So it's, I think it's good to do this, you know, and whenever we've skipped over, I know for me with, be it with practice or, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you go for a run. If you skip over that stretching afterwards, I almost think that that's worse than stretching, skipping over the stretching before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's like, yeah, you can get away with not doing it, but you're not getting the full benefits of your workout, your practice session right. by skipping over that, that stretching afterwards. And, um, I think that the reflection is, is very much along those lines and that helps you to get to the kind of ongoing clarity in your For practice sure, yeah. that but, eventually will become kind of automatic and you don't have to like, you know, just like really good athletes and stuff, the way they stretch, I mean, they just do it. Like yeah. there's not even a question of whether or not it's just part, it's part of the gig. You your, know? your, your reflection becomes reflexive yes. and you just do it. And it, it, it also is a, is a huge boost for actually retaining what you practice. If it, if you can tie it to your own story of, of previously acquired knowledge and tie it all together in your own words, it really helps your brain to lock it in. And so you could do it right after practice. I would say like you could do it up until maybe 24 hours later. Yeah. I, I sometimes will not do it right after I practice, but I'll wait till like right before I go to bed. And I'll just kind of write down just my day, reflect on what worked, what didn't work, all that stuff. And then that's good on a daily basis, especially tying it in with other, other things. You yeah. Yeah. Musical or what otherwise. worked for, for like parenting my kids or, yep. you know what I mean? Like all that stuff. It really, really helps to kind of like, just pinpoint like what did I learn today overall? Like what was an important part? What was a highlight? What did I really mess up? Which happens a lot. Yep. What could I do better in that same situation? And that kind of stuff for me, uh, as I'm rounding my forties here, has been crucial. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I would say too, this this is an area I would say definitely YMMV. I don't know if we're pulling that back out of the pandemic. Well, you know, we officially have. Your, your mileage may vary. This for 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 me, and I think probably for some other folks. Make sure you clue on to clue into what works best for you like for me waiting up, even up to 24 hours or even till that night is really hard because mm. like my brain is like i'm you moving on to the fast. next thing yeah, yeah 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 um unless it's one of those rare times when it's just like those wonderful times when like and this is so rare now where it's just like practice is the only thing i have to do in a day that's right. so great because then it's going to still be there you can kind of go what are you 15 around. years old exactly yeah. you know like we value that time but for me, it's really valuable to do it right after. Um, but yeah, you just have to kind of check in with yourself and see when, what you got to just trial by error. That's right. Trial, trial, not trial by error, trial and error. Trial and error. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Cool. This Should is we do really a quick postmortem postmortem of this podcast. Yeah, let's no. do it. Is it too soon? No, no, no. We no, can okay. actually, we, we should absolutely reflect on this podcast. So we killed it and gave a bunch of great information. There were some good You'll things. <laughs> I forgot to bring my bujo out in the, in the beginning and but I had to go a get a nice little dramatic flair. That's something I would definitely do differently next time. <laughs> uh, I think we really hit it on the head about how to get clarity and what we practice and how to get rid of distractions. Yeah, also very I, good. I was a little distracted and probably distracted you by finishing up this vegan uh, Trader Joe's Indian Indian food, which was a little bit odd to be eating right before we recorded this. I did. I noted that in my Rejo, <laughs> actually. <laughs> nice. Uh, we did hit the sponsor, uh, AnyTune. Any, go to AnyTune.us. Yeah. You'll hear it. We did that really well. We, we told you all about their great uh, features. Uh, I think we nailed that part. We of nailed that part. And I would just say, too, just to re-nail it, um, 
is that there's nothing wrong with a few shiny objects if they're well chosen, like any tune for sure, like a metronome. Like we we, we don't want to get distracted by, oh, I need this tool, I need this or whatever. Yeah. But a few well-placed tools for that sure. make your practice more efficient yep. will actually cut through the noise. And you know, you're still gonna get some distractions here or there, but they can kind of help focus you and just remove some things like having to worry about what, you know, like your frustration with on Spotify. It's like, I can't find the place. Well, any tune does that for you. So like, right. as long as you use these tools, now, if you start getting into practicing, you're like, I'm gonna transcribe. I've got any tune. We obviously know that's a great tool for that. But then you start saying, wow, look at these other features. Oh, it's got this. And it does have a lot of other features. You gotta focus still. Otherwise, you're gonna be blaming any tune. You're like, well, I got so, you know, distracted by all the features. That's your fault. That's and I'm gonna put I'm gonna put your name in I'm not pointing to you. Uh, you know, in in my read Joe, if you try to blame my boys over at any tune for that, it ain't their fault. So until tomorrow or next time. Next time. You'll hear it.